Chapter Nineteen of David Ransom's Watch by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Nineteen. Some things stay settled. At last, David Ransom spoke, holding the child close to him the while. No, little daughter, I can't do that. It was different with your uncle Ben. He was a man in size when he went away and he was going away from home and needed the watch he meant to send it back to me i always knew that but he couldn't that helps me to see how uncertain things are in this world how we can't always do just as we would like to and i couldn't run any risks with this watch of yours for your own father's sake but i can have the use of it just the same don't you see here it lies all the while in plain sight and all i've got to do is to step in any time and take a look at its cheerful old face you can't think how i shall enjoy it and every time you look at it i want you to say to yourself that is my dear own father's watch that my dear own mother saved for me and it says to me all the time keep watch little girl keep watch and live so as to honor your father and mother won't that be a nice thing to do with this compact the child was obliged to be content in truth she had before this learned that both david and margaret ransom though for all ordinary occasions her willing slaves could be as firm as steel bands whenever they judged firmness to be necessary and more than once her stout little will had been made to bend to theirs she was twelve years old when she set her heart upon having her foster-father wear her watch and learned that she must give it up she was a little past eighteen now and the watch was still in its bird's nest case keeping watch over her life it had years before this ceased to be a guide so far as measuring time was concerned but who shall say how much its silent face had to do with ordering her life david ransom rarely left the child's room without a tender glance toward the old watch so like his own and for the girl it was a daily reminder of the dead father and mother whose memory she obediently tried to reverence while thanking god every day with a glad heart for the new father and mother that he had given her it would be difficult to plan eighteen happier years than these that the baby had lived whom David Ransom had carried home from the junction on that memorable day. Mother, after her first shock of disappointment over the fact that father had come home without his watch, accepted her trust, and thenceforward held the baby to her faithful heart as a God-given treasure. Both father and mother, as they daily bowed at what they could at last with swelling pride call their family altar, grew more and more triumphant in their gratitude with the passing years and did not hesitate to speak of the child as the blessing that had crowned their lives a special guardian angel of rare skill must have been set apart to watch over the life unfolding on that little wind-swept farm so strong she grew in body and mind so sweet she was and winsome so charming in all her little ways so good at least so her mother and father always said and there were none to deny it with such wise training as a woman like margaret ransom knew how to give aided and abetted by the husband who believed in her 
and who was himself both wise and kind, with no unsafe companions to lead her astray, trained from babyhood to habits of reverence, obedience, and self-control, nourished constantly on tender love, and fairly hedged about with the atmosphere of daily prayer for guidance, it is small wonder that the child grew in all sweet, strong ways, and was a daily joy and blessing in her home. Other blessings also than these connected with her home life became strongly defined as the years passed. It really came to seem that there was foundation for David Ransom's belief that the little one had brought with her a blessing, not only for the home, but the neighborhood. At least he liked to mark the time when the new branch railroad, which brought them in direct communication with large markets, as the year our little one came. He entered in his notebook the first remarkable yield of a new variety of fruit as the day our little one was two years old. It is true they had no means of knowing the actual date of the child's birth, but one of the first things they had done had been to settle upon as probable a date as they could, and thereafter it was carefully observed as her anniversary. The coincidences were curious, to say the least, which marked that anniversary as the date of some special gift of providence. With the new railroad, which made a station within a half-mile of David Ransom's house, came new people and new ideas. One important result was a new schoolhouse for the neighborhood, and in the course of years a really excellent school, to which in due season the child was sent. It did not surprise either of her foster parents that she took to books as a duck takes to water. This was David Ransom's simile. They had already apparently forgotten whither the laws of heredity might lead them if pressed in this case, and said, quite as if they believed it, that the child took after them. "'Mother,' said David Ransom to the new school teacher, "'was a noted scholar in her day, and a teacher herself as soon as she was old enough, and we think our little girl is going to be like her. As for me, I always wanted learning, though I never got it, and our little one has got the same identical notions that I had, and we mean she shall have it. The new teacher smiled, a kindly, appreciative smile. She had been in the neighborhood long enough to have a hearty admiration, as well as respect, for both David Ransom and his wife, and the little girl she loved. She stayed six years as the head teacher of the school, which grew into a large one, and she was a teacher born for her work, and did all that she could for her favorite pupil. The minister, too, and the minister's wife grew to be almost extravagantly fond of David Ransom's little girl. They had her much with them. The wife taught her music, and the husband had her begin Latin with his children. Later, when a special class in drawing was formed, and later still one in French, arrangements were speedily perfected for that bright-eyed ransom girl, the best scholar in high school, to join them. It was a proud day for David Ransom and his wife when the girl was graduated from high school, having won the medal for composition and been awarded the prize in history and algebra. It is a good thing, mother, that our girl has graduated, 
david ransom said with proud voice and smiling eyes time to give the others a little chance for prizes eh they haven't had any showing with her around in the honest farmer's heart and very often on his lips was the fixed determination that the high school diploma should be only what he called a stepping stone the child is going to be college bred somehow pastor he confided to the minister two years before she was graduated from high school we don't see yet how it is to be done mother and me don't but it is to be done so much is settled you see mother always wanted to go on and learn more if her father had had his health she would have had her chance but he got hurt and the thing had to be given up and for me i wanted schooling bad enough and didn't get it and the child has got to make up for both of us don't you see she is just as much set on it as ever we were and that makes it easier makes it kind of necessary as you may say if girls had been going to college as much when mother was young as they are now why it would have been college that she wanted to go to so it stands to reason that that is what the child wants and what she is going to have it certainly did stand to reason that the child should at least think much about the matter for it was kept steadily before her from the day of her first lesson in long division not as a remote possibility but as a matter of course when our little girl goes to college would david ransom remark sometimes as often as half a dozen times in a single day when some circumstance occurred to hold his thoughts in that line and then would follow plans connected with what was to be done during that important period we shall miss her dreadfully mother sometimes i can't quite make out what we are going to do without her for so long this was a confession that he made one morning after the talk had been of college life hush said mother with a warning glance toward the inner room don't let the child hear you say that for pity's sake she has been thinking about that herself and she's most got where she doesn't believe she can leave us alone for so long if you let her know you feel it that way too she won't stir a step there never was a child so ready to give up herself for the sake of other people david ransom took the alarm at once and henceforth no hint of anything but delight connected with his thoughts of college life passed his lips and they planned on they became very conversant with different colleges the minister and his wife had extensive acquaintance with college people and could furnish catalogues without number besides adding valuable information with regard to certain ones so also could several of the girls teachers from time to time came tourists to the town en route to places of greater interest or stopping off to visit friends two college girls came one summer to the minister's house and spent a month and the child met them somewhere nearly every day she adopted their college as hers and it held its place for months they had gay talks together about it david ransom and margaret and their daughter father and mother came to be quite as well acquainted with it as was the girl herself david ransom studied the illustrated catalogue and tried to select their daughter's room and argued with mother over it 
she wanted the south corner room on account of more sunshine but he could not give up the view from the east window i don't see but i shall have to take two rooms to please you would the girl say gaily but it will be very expensive father yes we must consider that he would say shaking his head gravely with all the air of one who must make immediate decision well i don't know but you will have to give up the view daughter sunshine in a room is so important it's really a question of health you know she can go out on the porch for the view said mrs ransom so she can mother so she can and it will be good for her to be out of doors often you're right as usual their realism was so perfect that there were times when the girl forgot that she was playing and felt almost ready for college with the opening of another year the year after she had graduated from high school came a new teacher to the school of a different sort from any who had been there before and there was immediate affinity between her and that lovely ransom girl the two became almost at once intimate friends although david ransom's daughter had not heretofore been quick to choose friends but this young woman was an exception both david ransom and his wife recognized it i should most have known that she was the daughter of a missionary said mrs ransom just by looking at her she looks different some way poor girl so many thousand miles away from her father and mother i don't know how they stand it but they are coming home next year mother said david ransom cheerily and then she is going back with them you know this is a year of privilege for us ain't it to think that we are real intimate friends with a girl who is going to be a missionary that's another blessing that has come to us through our daughter it was a rare privilege to know esther bushnell intimately one result of the intimacy was an entire transfer of interest and affection to another college henceforth not only the person most interested but her father and mother knew that miss bushnell's college was the only one for them it is a missionary college said david ransom with the awesome tone in his voice which he always used when that subject was before him only look mother what a list of their old graduates are at work not only in the home field but the foreign it's the place for our girl margaret it's father and mother again you see working together it beats all don't it the year sped and miss bushnell went away but not before the little farmhouse had been consecrated by an all-day visit from her missionary father and mother and after that next year letters all the way from india came to the ransom home with great regularity addressed to the child but of equally absorbing interest and honor to the father and mother and the college was definitely chosen at last henceforth there was no wavering no considering of the merits of other institutions some things stay settled said david ransom firmly as he laid down with an air of indifference a much illustrated catalogue of a new university now that we know just where our girl is going to go i must say i don't feel any hankering even to look at other places 
i seem to need all my time to get acquainted with that one but though the place was chosen there was no indication that the time was any nearer than it had been for years david ransom had prospered as he was fond of explaining to all the interested since to the best of his belief his prosperity dated from the coming of his little girl but to maintain his family in fairly comfortable circumstances in their little home adding each year some much-needed improvement or convenience was one thing and to maintain a daughter in a distant and expensive institution of learning was quite another work as hard as he might and save and contrive as carefully as he could david ransom was compelled to own though quite to himself that he did not yet see his way through but his faith never wavered End of chapter 19